It is National Signing Day across the college landscape, and Locked On has you covered with the latest for your college team. I'm Jordan Black, and it is time to look at the class for Miami. Alongside recruiting expert John Garcia, we welcome in Alex Dono of Locked On Miami. Let's begin with the line of scrimmage, big gets to win up front. Tell us all about that, Alex. Yeah, Jordan, first of all, great to meet you. And John, great to see you again. Uh, The line of scrimmage, I think, is where Mario Cristobal has typically done his best work. And this class is no exception. Uh, This is one of the finest, starting on the offensive side, one of the finest offensive line classes in Miami Hurricanes history. Uh, Miami gets two five stars at offensive tackle. Francis Maui Goa out of IMG Academy. Samson Okunlola, the pancake honcho, as they call him, from Thayer Academy in Massachusetts. You could be looking at for the next, you know, three or four years, or at least the better part of the next three or four years, bookend starting offensive tackles for the Hurricanes. So that was that was a bang up job, and and Miami also added uh, some quality bodies on the offensive line in the transfer portal as well, because that O line a season ago was an area that needed major addressing. Uh, They didn't have a whole lot of talent to begin with, not a whole lot of depth, and the unit was very injured. So the offensive line was one of the glaring weaknesses on the team a year ago. And Cristobal went out there and he he hit it head on because in addition to Okunlola and Maui Goa, you also add quality players in the interior like Antonio Tripp and Tommy Kinsler, uh, who I think are going to have a lot of success at Miami. So I, I would say at the line of scrimmage, certainly on offense, a job well done. We were talking about areas that Miami might have missed, um, and that's you know can be the case for any school. So, for you, Alex, what was the biggest miss um, for the Hurricanes? No doubt in my mind, wide receiver. Um, that that's the glaring weakness in this class. And they added a couple of uh, good players in the slot: Nathaniel Ray Ray Joseph and Robbie Washington, who are smaller, shiftier guys who I think can contribute, but. What they really lacked are the outside receiver targets and, you know, seeing what's happened with the wide receivers coach, who's also the offensive coordinator recently being let go. I think that some turbulence there probably hurt Miami in recruiting at wide receiver. Uh, That was a position Miami was pretty thin at on the outside last season. And that's an area that both in recruiting and in the transfer portal, Miami has been unable to address. And John, you agree that it's wide receiver do you agree with the reasons that uh, the Hurricanes weren't able to capitalize in that position? Yeah, I mean, obviously, when you lose your offensive coordinator and your receivers coach, and Josh Gaddis occupied both roles, roles, it's very hard to overcome. But even before that point, there really was never a time where Miami had great traction with the elite, bigger body types, whether it was close to home or across the country. You think of a Jerry on Dickey, you think of a Hakeem Williams, you think of a Brandon Ennis, some of the best receivers in the country that fit what Alex said, bigger, more physical, classic outside receivers. Miami seemingly was never higher than second or third for any of those guys. So I think that was troubling for Mario Cristobal in year one. And obviously the on-field product hurt. I think that was the other uh, big, you know, kind of glaring misstep uh, for this program. When you're not Uh, translating it on the field Uh, it's really hard to sell it off the field to the next generation so that combined with seemingly every other offense getting more prolific while Miami's treads water I think all of that and Josh Gaddis's lack of an impact combined for a bit of a miss at the position but really beyond that I thought Miami did a really great job the line of scrimmage was excellent they they satisfied a running back need at the very end of the cycle and the secondary even though they missed on Cormani McLean was plentiful and they picked up Damari Brown and his brother high school and the portal kind of package deal combo deal at the very end of the cycle 
think both of those guys are going to help the Canes from day one. But wide receivers certainly left something to be desired. We were all talking. We're all Floridians. When you're in the state of Florida, it's always a bidding war for these guys with three major universities all competing for the same talent pool. How did Miami do in terms of acquiring in-state talent? John, we'll start with you. Well, I mentioned a couple guys they missed on. Certainly Brandon Ennis, Hakeem Williams right there in Broward County. Go down to Dade. Same deal. Jalen Brown was considered at one point like a Miami lock uh, coming out of Gulliver Prep. He ends up at LSU. Ennis ends up at Ohio State. Williams to Florida State. And then you go further you know, outside of that South Florida footprint, and it's kind of the same deal. Orlando's best receivers ended up at the University of Florida. A couple other good ones uh, pegged FSU over Miami. So Definitely uh, easier to recruit in-state in theory, harder to execute, especially with some of those uphill battles that Miami was facing. And, and there's no doubt that you didn't have to go far to find the type of wide receiver talent uh, that could have helped in, in very short order. Order Even a guy like William Foles, uh, a kid out of uh, Dade uh, Christian, ends up at Louisville. I mean, there's there was a lot of options closer to home, and Miami just didn't check that one box offensively close to home or, or far away. And Alex, the loss of Cormani McLean, a guy who flipped, but from the state of Florida as well. What did you make of that? Oh, that was a saga, Jordan. I mean, my goodness, uh, that was uh, that was both a blessing and a curse to cover because it was just interesting. You wake up every morning and where's Cormani McLean? Is he in Boulder? Is he in his hometown of Lakeland? Is he in Miami? And uh, you know, and then on on early National Signing Day, he had a ceremony scheduled to sign his Miami National letter of intent. He didn't show up to the ceremony. I mean, still somehow the saga dragged on for like three extra weeks after that until he finally committed to Colorado. And Coach Prime got another one. I mean, Deion Sanders is making a habit out of this, where it's Travis Hunter one year, Cormani McClain the next. You wonder if maybe he'll take a, a cornerback from Florida next year if he wants to like hit the trifecta of stealing cornerback recruits uh, from uh, from the, the Florida schools. So that that was that was something. And I think, Jordan, by the time we got to the end of it, um, I'm not saying Miami fans didn't want to get Cormani in the class because it would be stupid to say that he's one of the most talented corners in the country. But I, I think by the time he actually flipped to Colorado, people were starting to get sick of, of the whole waiting game. And I, I think by the point he finally did flip, it was like, at least we can move on with our lives now. Let's have you both wrap up with a grade for this class of 2020 for the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, we'll start with John. How do you make out for this team? What do you grade them? I think if if midseason you would have rolled out the class that Miami's got signed and said, hey, grade this group, as opposed to the daily ebb and flow, you'd say this was an A. The only nitpicky spot is wide receiver, but you satisfied huge huge needs on the offensive and defensive line. We didn't talk about Reuben Bain, maybe the most productive pass rusher in America, staying close to home to play for the Canes. Uh, and I thought they hit big needs in the secondary to overcompensate for that loss of Cormani McClain. Again, Damari Brown had one of the best senior seasons of any corner in America. And then Robert Stafford, Antoine Jackson, a couple underrated, versatile DBs that are going to help out the corner, maybe the safety group on top of it. So I'd go an A, especially if you consider the staff turnover and a five and seven on-field product. All right, Alex. 
I think John hit it on the head at the end of it um, to have a class like this to a consensus top seven recruiting class coming off of a five and seven season. It's nothing short of remarkable, right? It's it's not perfect because we talked about wide receiver being an area that's lacking. I think safety is an area that Miami could have done better. But uh, when you think of the combination of keeping some of the homegrown talent home, uh, John mentioned the name Ruben Bain one of the most decorated high school football players in South Florida history. I mean, the guy won four state titles in four years at Miami Central, and he had about 60 total sacks the last two seasons. Uh, he's, I think he's going to be a phenomenal University of Miami player. And it's like you get a combination of established talent, someone like Ruben Bain, and I talked about the offensive lineman who can probably have an impact day one. You know, Mark Fletcher at running back, I think, is a guy who can have a very early impact as well. And you also get some some good projects. I mean, I look at somebody like uh, defensive end Collins at Chiampong, uh, who's originally from Ghana, didn't grow up playing American football, just started in high school when he moved over to the States a couple of years ago. He's got the measurables and, and the size and the athletic instincts to be a great player, but he's someone you have to mold a little bit. I think he could be great moving forward. So uh, I, I think that this class does check off a lot of boxes, and I, I can't emphasize enough. You wouldn't re- you wouldn't expect a class this good coming off a five and seven season. It's one of those things that's borderline unheard of. Well, it seems like there's a lot to look forward to. Appreciate both of your insights and uh, looking forward to the season ahead.